My name is Olamide Dada. Topic today says, Don't of Marriage Part 2. In Hebrews chapter 13 verse 4, the Lord says, Marriage is honorable in all, and the bed undefiled, but womongers and adulterers, God will judge. Let us pray. Father in heaven, I thank you, Lord, because of your word. I thank you, Lord, for the lesson, O oh Lord, you've sent, O oh Lord, to mend, O oh Lord, the broken homes, and to prepare people, O oh Lord, to go into the home that you have established. Holy Spirit of God divine, teach us, direct us, and let the name of God be glorified in after the lesson in Jesus' name. I would like to mind about four or five top uh, five uh, reasons why you should not marry wrongly. One, the Bible says, do not be unequally yoked with unbeliever. In 1 Corinthians 6, 14 to 16. In God's standard, unbeliever are men and women who has not accepted Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. Such one has not allowed his or her life to be ruled by Jesus. There is no prayer you will pray that will make God accept unbeliever as husband and wife. There is no gospel that called for you marrying an unbeliever so that you will convert him or her. If you want to lay a good foundation leading to marriage, peace, happiness, marry a believer like you. Marry a believer like you, marry in Christ. I want you to note something that is very, very germane to marriage. A man who does not fear God will never appreciate anything that has to do with you after marriage. He will just come and worship in your church, convince you, and lure you into marriage. And away he goes. So also a woman who does not honor God can never submit herself unto her own husband. Marrying a non-believer is like a, a cage that you have caged your life with. Or a non-believer are not like-minded in their spiritual things. Don't have anything to do with a non-believer. Don't befriend him. Don't befriend her. If you marry a non-believer, your father-in-law is Satan. Two, do not marry someone who is not heaven-bound. If not, he, if not, he or she will drag you to hellfire. The fact that you are from the same ethnic group does not establish your marriage. Once you marry a non-believer, you have laid a faulty foundation. And what is faulty foundation? Foundation that cannot stand, even while there is problem in marriage. Marry late and marry well. I will repeat that again. Marry late and marry well. There is a string attached to marriage. It is so costly. It is not redeemable. No excuse for wrong choice. Thirdly, do not marry in ignorance. I will continue to emphasize this. I don't know. It's not an excuse. I will have waited. It's not an excuse. Marriage is a mystery. It takes God's divine duration to decode it. It takes only God who has established the institution to decode it. And it takes only those people that are prepared that fear God that the key is given to decode it. Marriage is a, it's like an image. Two different people from different backgrounds, having different culture, and they come under the same roof to be together for life. Marriage is meant to solve problems, not to create problems. 
I will emphasize that again. Marriage is meant to solve problem and not to create problem. One shall chase a thousand, two shall put ten thousand to fly. That is the word of God concerning marriage institution. God established marriage to bring joy, happiness, fulfillment, and good success to couples. Not complaints, murmuring, and fighting. Satan is not happy if your marriage is successful. And this is the reason why he fights with all his uh, cohorts to make sure that homes are not settled. Look at our homes today. Majority of the marriages have collapsed. They've hit the rock already. There are problems here and there looking for who to solve them. You as couple, you should not allow anything to bring rancor to your marriage. You should not allow anything to bring misunderstanding between you to the extent of fighting and dissolving the marriage that the law has joined, the law has established. Do not fight with all, with anything. Thing. Do not fight at all. Fighting will not help you. Fighting will only destabilize you. Fighting will only destabilize your home. Home is the bedrock of a nation. If the home is destroyed, the nation is also destroyed. May the Lord help us not to be part of those people that are destroying the nation in Jesus' name. The Bible says in Ephesians 4.32, Be compassionate to one another. Be kind to one another. Forgive one another. God, as God in Christ has forgiven you. That is the admonition of our God concerning couples. We should learn to forgive. We should learn to tolerate. We should learn to love passionately. Number four, do not hold anything back no matter how valuable. Do not hold anything back no matter how valuable in your marriage. If I may ask you, what is that that you are really ready to sacrifice for your marriage what is so big that you value that you have to sacrifice for your marriage you need to sacrifice it you need to sacrifice it no matter what so that your marriage will be able to stand firm here have a knowledge of everything in each other do not be ignorant do not pretend pretense will only drag you into problem afterwards Expose yourself to each other. Know the individual differences and work on your weakness. Know the individual differences and work on your weakness. If you marry in ignorance, you suffer the consequences. The greatest enemy of marriage is tradition that spoils homes. Do not give it a chance. Make your home. One plus one is equal to one according to the commandment of God. Five, do not ignore or overlook good foundation. Do not ignore or overlook good foundation. Good foundation calls for fervent prayer. Ask God for divine wisdom. Marry calls for tolerance, genuine love, and divine knowledge. Good foundation is so paramount. In Psalm 11, Verse 3, the Bible says, If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Ask few questions. Are the two both of you have common goals? Are you compatible? Do you even know why you want to marry? Is it for facial beauty, money, influence, degree, 
my is my town man is my town woman i want a good cook a man can say i want a good cook if you want a good cook you better go to where they are training them not your wife definitely your wife must be a good cook if you are praying before you choose a righteous a virtuous woman do not marry because of tradition do not marry because of beauty facial beauty it is only the inner beauty that will bring out the glory of God. It is only the inner beauty, the divine beauty, that will bring out the glory of God. And that will make you to know that you, the Lord has chosen for you. He whosoever find a wife, find a good thing, and obtain a favor. It is the inner beauty that will bring out that glory, and you will obtain favor. May the Lord continue to help our single marriageable singles in jesus name now ask few i've told you to ask few questions if you are not compatible if you don't have common goal if you don't have common vision in marriage it can be a cause of trouble at the end of it do not tell yourself i just want to cash fun marriage is not only fun marriage is not fun marriage is not a child's place marriage is not for boys and girls marriage is for mature friends friends mature friends not to cash for there is no out of the answer you can you have answer or can can give you enough reason for marriage you need to endure no go no there is nothing you can attach to marriage that can give you a comfortable home a blissful home than the foundation that the law has made that is why it's good for you to read his manual when he established the instrument he provided the manual according to his own standard do not go according to man's standard head knowledge will not help your marriage it's only the knowledge of god that will help your marriage today we are making mistake single ones are making mistake before they choose their partner they don't follow the manual any longer they do not follow the manual any longer don't open yourself up to rumor mongers some people have nothing to do but to get be a busybody they have no work to do when you are married newly do not allow third party to intervene in your affairs if not the whole will continue to develop problems do not open yourself to rumor monger or busybodies don't leave room for suspicion do not leave room for suspicion even when you are cutting if you continue to leave room for suspicion your relationship will be mad your relationship will not stand and there and then you continue to lay faulty foundation which you end up into into a marriage collapse or marriage or separation do not leave room for suspicion leave above it that is why we are enjoying those single one the manageable single to loop before they leave that's why we are enjoying the manageable single to shine their eyes that's why we are enjoying those manageable single to to read the word of god study the word of god meditate on the word of god know what god wants know the desire of god for your marriage know the plans of god and the purpose of marriage that's why you can have a good marriage and a blissful home. I will conclude with this. 
do not see marriage as bed of roses. Those of you that runs after money, those of you that say, uh, I, I will marry that man because he has money. Look at the prestigious car. Look at where he lives. He's a very fine man. Is this and that. Do not see marriage as bed of roses. Only you, it's only you that can make it one. Make it one. If you are marrying on the basis that this man has money, this woman has money, hey, I'm afraid the money will fly away and your marriage will collapse. I pray that your marriage will not collapse in the mighty name of Jesus. One thing or the other, challenges will surely come in marriages. Oh, I have to tell you this. Challenges will always come. Because two of you are from this different background. You just meet. And when you eventually become husbands and wife, you will see those things that you are not interested in in your partner. You will see those things that are not appealing. You will see those things that are not more beautiful in your partner. You, When I go to the stages of marriage, you will see exactly what I'm trying to explain here. You will see the fault of your partner. You will see the ugly part of your partner. So challenges will always come. Challenges, problems will always develop. But to every challenge in marriage, there is solution. To every problem in marriage, there is solution. Where one scatter, one stands. It depends on the handlers. Where a marriage collapse, another marriage stands. It depends on the two people that are in the marriage. Do not allow your marriage to scatter. Do not allow your marriage to be like the one that hit the rock. Do not create world broken world in your marriage because it is not easy to mend even when it is mended many a times it can never be, be the same again stand firm stand firm firm stand firm and tell yourself i have to face it i've got to have a good marriage i've got to have a good home i want my home to be the one that god will have honor for i want my home to be a home that God will say, this is my people. This is my children. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Do not marry on possession, but passion. Do not marry on po possession, but passion. Possession are the earthly things that will eventually move. Possession are those things that you set your eyes on. Possession are those things that you admire. It is not, there is nothing bad in having possession. God has given us that one. It is not a, a bad thing. But to marry with passion, have passion for your marriage. Have passion for marriage. Have that decision that, no, my marriage will not break. As you continue to, to do this, may the Lord bless your marriage. And if you are preparing to enter, may the good Lord direct you. May the Spirit of God show you the right way in Jesus' mighty name. Stay blessed in the name of Jesus. Amen.